0: Oh God! Hi, (laughs) I just clicked. You said, "Here we go." Yeah, (laughs) what
1: What the guys were texting back because I was informing them of Saturday. So, um, hi, how was your week? (laughs) Hi, Uh, week
2: about the same, boring as usual. The end. Amen. All right, good talk. Yeah, um, adulting for adults. It gets really tiring, like really tiring some days. I just, like
0: you're a grown ass person. And it's way overrated. It is. Anyways, so that, that's the thing. Um, have you
2: ever had an IV started and they can't get your vein to cooperate, but you can feel it building up because they have put pressure on your vein and then suddenly you just feel pop and then you just feel it release? Have you ever felt that? Because no,
1: but that's uh, how you Because
2: vein. I did Oh my god They blew your vein Blew it And I felt it I felt, good. And she didn't numb my arm either So let me tell you Hurt until it let go And then I was like That's not good I think I even said that I was like, that's not good And she goes Oh my god, I'm so sorry Oh my god, I'm so sorry She's like Well, that's my attempt done Let me go find another nurse I was like, no shit But yeah
1: Good Lord.
2: You can see where she tried to put it in. Yeah. Yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah. So it's still sore.
1: I Yeah, it looks pretty, pretty, yeah.
2: Yeah, And she missed, she missed on this arm. You can't really tell as as bad.
0: It's right Not as bad. Yeah. And then finally they went through my hand. Mm. But yeah, so that, that's my story. Luckily I have those. Uh, veins that you can find
1: in the dark with no light. Uh-huh. I have huge veins, so nurses love me.
2: I'm sure they do. They hate me because even when they were trying to get my hand, so she brought her little imagey thing out, right? Uh-huh. Scanning my hand and she did this and all of my veins just went into my hand. They said, nope, it's <laughs> gone. <laughs> Can't catch me. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty seconds later they just started rising back up. Like, ah, we fooled them. But yes. Like fuck mm. my life, man.
0: Yeah, that looks painful.
2: I just want to be an easy patient when it comes to.
1: Now, I didn't say anything about being an easy patient. I just said I had good veins. Girl, my husband.
2: The whole time she's trying to get my IV started, he's like, do you need me to smack her? I'll smack her around. Do you need me to smack her hand? I'll flick it. And the nurse is like, <laughs> clearly he's nervous. And I was like, no, he's just being difficult. They are, they're both laughing, like entertaining themselves.
1: While your vein is slowly... While I'm trying to wait, yes, while I'm waiting for
2: her to get get this IV going. But yes, so that that was my
0: Wednesday last week. Ugh. Damn, girl. I'm sorry, that really sucks. Yeah.
2: But... I I am a weird fucking person. I think I believe I am probably one of a very small percentage of people that actually like anesthesia. Like, I am so mesmerized how like within seconds, like not even a second, you are just dead to the world. Gone. Literally just. Yep. La la fucking land. Like you don't dream. And then you just wake up and you're in a whole different room. I just it's amazing. But yeah, so like IVs in my hand, right? And I'm watching it. It's clear, clear, and then I just see this milky substance. She's like, "Okay, it's gonna be a little bit of pressure." And I was like, "Huh, look at that." Okay, good night. Gone. <laughs> I heard them laughing as I was going. But yeah, I love it. Like, I um, that's probably a weird. You're a big fan of yes, anesthesia. Okay. I
1: am love it. I'm really glad you're not an anesthesiologist because I could just see you back there just slowly taking like <laughs> little bit. <minutes. laughs>
2: no, no, don't think so. But. Okay. Yeah. All right. Weirdo. Okay, anyway, so how was your week?
1: Uh boring. Nothing too exciting.
2: No veins blown, no No veins blown. No anesthesia addictions. No
1: anesthesia. Okay. Uh I am one step closer to my thingy that we'll talk about once everything is finally set in stone. Yep, yeah. I just don't wanna
2: No that's put any should. bad
1: juju on there, but
2: So far it's uh, going well though, yeah.
1: Yes, the only thing we're waiting for now is for the insurance to come back with the approval so all the steps are done uh next up is pre-op and call it a day other than that yeah nothing nothing exciting oh wait wait my facebook got
2: hacked yes that's what i was about to ask you like (laughs) how and why and what did you click
1: idea who hacked it uh it wouldn't even show me who signed in like usually it'll say hey was this you? Did you sign in from this location type thing? All I know, it was a Samsung and we don't have a Samsung. We have a Pixel. So I was like, well, that's not me. So I just locked the account until I had a minute to like go in and redo the password. And I changed my email password, all my email passwords. And I was going to go into Facebook and change Facebook's password. And they locked it. And the only way to unlock it was to send them a picture of my driver's license, social security card, marriage license, yeah, passport, you know, whatever, all the information that they don't fucking need. Yeah. So I was like, well, that's not going to fucking happen. So I take a picture of my driver's license, but I redacted it. So they just had my name and my picture, which is really, all you know, they a face. fucking need. They don't even need that. But, I mean, it, it was clearly a driver's license with yeah. all my information except for my name redacted. Um, And they told me that that was not good enough. They had to have the full driver's license or I had to create my own account. And I pretty much told them to go fuck themselves in a very nice. No, I'm just kidding. I told them to go fuck themselves and created a new Facebook account. So
2: they told you you had to create your own account. What?
1: Mm -hmm. Create another
2: one. Oh, another one. Okay.
1: Yeah, another account because they weren't going to unlock it because they couldn't verify that it was me. I was like, you have my fucking driver's license. Yeah, but there's lines on it. No shit, Sherlock. You don't need to have my driver's license number. You don't need my fucking physical address. address. You don't need to know what color my eyes are. You don't need to know what class my my fucking driver's license is. You don't even need to know the fact that I'm an organ donor. You don't need to know any of that shit. The only thing you need to see is my face with my name on a state issued license, which it clearly had the state, Yeah. you know, I mean, I didn't like redact just the little picture yeah, yeah, with yeah, my yeah. name. Like they got to see all of that. So I created a new one. It really kind of sucks because I'm not going to have those memories anymore, but it is what it is. Like now I don't have a hundred million people that I don't know on my Facebook. Cause you know, it's that, yeah. Oh God, I have to. So a lot of people don't know. So a lot of uh, the next, well, when I recreated it, the next couple of days was, okay, is this really you? Yes, this is me. Like I should, I should have sent out a broadcast that <laughs> I am going to be sending people.
0: So. It's well, good. yeah,
2: because uh, the other day I was looking for something that we were talking about. I can't remember your address or something. Oh, no, your email address. Because I was at work, right? And I can't access my email at work because whatever reason. And I was like, fuck, I'll just send her an email from my work email. They went in and deleted every message that we had ever sent to each other. So all I can see is my side of the conversation.
1: So all of our my stuff that I sent to you is just gone. gone. That is crazy. Gone. Well, it's probably because I told them to go fuck themselves. And so that's how they got payback. But, I, I, but uh, that's how I feel. Like, you're a social media company. You don't need my personal government-issued information. No. Yeah. So sorry, but not sorry. Like I'll just create a new one. Yeah, it is what it is. So. Wow. That's,
2: that's exciting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I almost did not make a new one. If it wasn't for the podcast, I probably would not have, but, uh, you know, that's a lot to put on one person. So I was like, yeah, I better. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks. I better create a no- Another one before Sarah just ups and quits the podcast. Cause she's got too much responsibility. No. Nah.
2: <laughs> It just it would just go very quiet for a while. (laughs) Yeah, like what are we
1: gonna do? So,
0: you're welcome, listeners.
1: You're welcome. Okay, and Facebook. And how
2: about uh, the Tank Club and PC Lee?
1: So he did amazing. My God, this guy tanked blindfolded. That I am so glad I got to see that trial because it was just a lot of fun. Just everybody was having a great. The, the, uh, raid leader was very, very good at giving directions. And a lot of it was up. Nope. A little to the left. Nope. Too far. Okay. A little to the right. Nope. Nope. Left. Nope. Nope. Okay. Right there. Right. Oh, and so (laughs) it was a little longer trial, but it was a lot of fun. Um, he ended up raising 6,000, a little over $6,000. I I can't remember the exact dollar amount, um, and I think his original goal was only 2,500. So yeah. he crushed it. That's Absolutely really crushed it. So it was a lot of fun to watch him and they did a great job. All of them did. So a uh, big shout out to him. He did great. Nice. That's
2: really good. Yeah. And then and, um, did he get his
1: nails painted? He did get his nails painted rainbow. That was the, so each nail was a different color. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, okay. that was pretty awesome. <laughs> Yeah, she was so tickled. His little daughter was so tickled. She got to. And then, of course, he was uh, right before I got off. Um, she wanted to do his makeup and he was like, well, you can do my makeup after we hit 5000. And so she was at that point, I think they were at like 4000. and She was like, could someone please just donate a thousand dollars in the next five minutes so I can do my daddy's makeup? <laughs> <laughs> and so I think he got like 500 right away. Oh, wow. So... <laughs> Wow, okay um
0: that's it was it was funny. so cute. Well that's good. I'm I'm really happy. Yep. It was great. Bless you. Bless you. Okay. Um but yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun to watch that. That was yeah. really cool. Excellent. Really, really cool. Well that's good. So uh yeah. yeah. Um I was
2: thinking about it, and when we did our little promo thing, we didn't introduce our podcast. We just went into it. <laughs> oh, well, you know. <laughs> and I was That's like, oh, well, these people probably just think we play ESO. <laughs> you know, if
1: <laughs> yeah. they listen, well, I mean, we did post it on our stuff, and uh, the boys have, sorry, sidetracked. Squirrel moment. The boys have decided they're going to start drinking at four since we're going to podcast at five. So they'll be real saucy. Yeah,
2: that's what I figured. (laughs) We still have to find a fucking topic, but okay.
1: Um, This time not
2: kid-friendly, so.
0: That was was a real smooth move on our part, huh? It'll be all It's all good. They'll be fine. Okay. Whatever. We're still learning, people. We're still learning. (laughs) it'll wash up it will It'd be all right.
2: hopefully people got to listen to it or whatever download it because i tried to open it and it would not download so oh
0: fun yes good times anyways yes so um can you can you hear both ends of this i heard like two barks you can't hear the husband no oh well that's good because he's like yelling in the other room what else do I have? I have, I had, I've had something else. Mm. Nope. Gone. Gone? Like the wind? Yep, gone. <laughs> gone. Thought? Gone. <laughs> um
2: who's going first in this glorious episode of coffee chaos chatter
1: i'll volunteer as tribute just because i don't know what i'm reading yet sounds
2: dangerous (laughs) Uh, it's gonna be interesting guys it's gonna be interesting and gals Um, uh ladies and gents we present to you sabrina's Super secret topic because she doesn't super secret.
1: It's even super secret to me. Hold, please. The sun is like right in my eyeballs. She's
2: gonna get the Wikipedia cranking (laughs) for sure. Maybe Murdertopia or whatever the fuck she's
1: we don't know what's gonna happen. Um, I found this really cool article. Well, okay, I was scrolling through topics, you (laughs) know, just the headlines. There you go, a headline. Yep, the titles, the title. And so this really caught my attention. I was like, ooh, I'll do this. Since we thought, you know, last minute, like, oh, God, I, I'm not going to have time to find a topic. And I actually did have time. And then I just decided not to do it.
2: She swindled it away, guys. She <laughs> I swindled did. it away I, watching some new television series.
1: I did. So I found this uh, thing on grunge.com. And the title of it is The Most Dangerous Active Serial Killers in 2021. So I was like, okay, this is now my topic. So this is what we're going to be going through. I'm trying to see who wrote this because.
2: It sounds pretty lit.
1: Well. We're going to. Oh, my God. It keeps going. Okay. Wow. How many serial killers are here? I don't know. What the fuck? You didn't even
2: like scroll down the page. You just read the title and said, yep, this is it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. Jesus so, we're going to go over um well, we're just going to go until we decide we're, we've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> um so, according to the US Justice Department, the closure rate on in 2, two oof, 2000, yeah, 2017 murder cases were only uh the closure rate on murder cases was only at 62%. The rest went unsolved, which is that's more than half. Yeah, Is
2: that the, you know. Hey, that that's pretty.
1: Wait, sixty-two percent like, were closed. So, so yeah, more than half yeah. were closed, okay. but the rest were unsolved. Unsolved. Injuries. Okay. 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 Um, and they estimate that somewhere around, uh oh, total. Okay, so they they estimate across the U.S. around two hundred and fifty thousand unsolved murder cases are still open and that goes up all the time. Uh it goes up about another six thousand
0: every year. So okay that's fuck that's that's insane. That's a lot. Insane. Um
1: all unsolved homicides potentially have offenders who have been apprehended, which we have seen several times where they've been released. Uh who wrote this? Deborah Kelly. Thank you Deborah Kelly for your article in our podcast. Okay. Uh so we're going to let's see there was something else like I did I did read this part which I thought was pretty cool uh which was all this kind of background. So advances in DNA technology mean that there is a chance that some of these offenders will eventually get caught uh like the Golden Gate uh Golden State killer. Uh, was caught due to D- new advances in DNA testing, and they're uh, predicting that this is going to help solve a lot more unsolved murders. So that's pretty cool. It didn't give me a percentage on what they were thinking, but
0: that's in still
2: interesting though, like from probably the time of research that she started till now, like the advances in technology. Period are great, but. The fact that, you know, DNA testing has advanced so much is pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Um
1: well I thought this was active serial killers. Okay, so the first one on the list is Pedro Alonso Lopez. Alonso Lopez. Okay, that is a mouthful. Monster of the Andes. Uh, according to Rolling Stone, Lopez's predilection for assault and murder started when he was young. Born in 1948, he was eventually arrested in Ecuador in 1980. There, uh, it was there he conve- confessed to 110 murders. Holy shit! Is this the?
2: This sounds like the same guy that was able to like recall where he killed him and do no. This is a different
1: guy. <laughs> Uh So he confessed to 110 murders in Ecuador alone, and then later added 240 more victims across several other countries. He preferred children between seven and 12, hmm. and was a suspect in a in a further 300 killings.
2: Holy fucking Christ, man! Was he
1: killing like once a day? Maybe Three multiple times, times, a day? times a day. Yeah. Jeez. Prosecuting him would be difficult, and it turns out that it's impossible for the
0: story to even get more disturbing. Lopez
1: served 14 years of a 16-year sentence in Ecuador and then was released early for good behavior? Then he was immediately sent back to native Columbia and put on trial for the murders committed there. The end of that trial saw him commit a psychri- The end of the trial saw him committed to a psychiatric institution and he remained there for four years until nineteen ninety-eight. That's when he was released on good behavior and fifty dollar bail.
0: He hasn't been, been seen since, but he has been connected to still more killings. So, uh, Lopez is still killing. So, like, he's old as fucking dirt. He served his time, was just
2: the greatest guy, clearly, because he got out two years early. On a $50 bail. Like, what fucking country was this in? Ecuador?
0: No, that was
1: Colombia. Okay, you know, that makes more sense. Ecuador, and- he served 14 years. Then he was sent to Col- Colombia to stand trial for the murders committed there. And he was committed to a psychiatric institution
0: for four years. Yeah,
2: but since he was and- a good person or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, okay. Cool. Well, um, Cool. So, this motherfucker,
1: it says he has been connected to still more killing. So, I'm wondering if, like, he
0: gave it up or if he's still killing. It'd be hard to tell without more news information. But the fact that he has a very, like, such a young range of people. All right, the next one is the Long Island serial killer
1: who still remains unidentified to this day. Uh, it started with a 23 minute nine one one call made by Shanna Gilbert. Gilbert was an escort, had just been dropped off at a client's home. Uh, when three hours later she fled that home and ran to a neighbor's, uh, neighbor's house to ask for help, then disappeared. It was in May of 2010, and it wasn't until December 11th, that same year, that the manhunt for Gilbert started turning up bodies in Long Island's Glingo Beach. Nailed it. Uh, those bodies included uh, Marine Barnes, who had been missing for three years, and Megan Waterman, who left behind a three-year-old daughter. Aww. More remains were discovered in the following months, bringing it a total bringing a total to ten women. Damn, That's a lot of people. Fast forward more than a decade, and not only is the killer still out there, but five of the women found along that lonely stretch of beach remain identified. Oh, including remain the woman
0: Unidentified. Yeah, oh. five of them. Okay.
1: You think some they could get bone marrow or something and do a
0: DNA with that, huh?
2: Well, I guess it depends on how advanced the investigative units are.
0: Um. Yeah, I guess so. According to ABC News, the
1: case is still very active, and recently, uh, new evidence, including a photo of a belt bearing initials W-H or H-M. Okay, I can see that. Uh, were released to the public. Uh, in 2020, Netflix released Lost Girls based on the killings, but no new information came into light in the aftermath of the release after the killings remain at large. And the killing killer remains at large. That's crazy. I think I saw something on Netflix
0: about Lost Girls, but I don't think I watched it. That's weird. Like, uh, how are
2: these women unidentified? I guess they would have to be in the same like type of scenario where they're just prostitutes.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
2: Or, like, just women who were down on their luck, didn't have family kind of thing. Yeah. But even then, you would think, like, somebody would have reported them missing.
0: You would think that.
2: Yeah. Huh.
0: It's... it's uh. Yeah.
2: Crazy world we live in. Okay.
1: Mm -hmm. So the next one, there's a serial killer uh, that is prying on women of Chicago. So if you live in the Chicago area, watch out. In January 2021, Chicago Sun-Times ran a profile piece on Gwendolyn Williams. She loved to dance, they say, and a fierce protector of her younger siblings. She taught them how to stay straight, stay on the straight and narrow encouraged them to follow their dreams and stay in church. She loved to cook, and her family called her their guardian angel. Her body was discovered on June 12, 2002, bearing defensive wounds and signs like uh, skin under her nails, so that's good for DNA later, uh, that showed she tried to fight off whoever killed her. Aww. And it wasn't just Williams. Police believe she is one of 51 Chicago women Who have been the victim of a serial killer operating in their city since 2001.
0: Damn. Has been going for 21 years? Yeah. Fucking hell, man.
1: According to the Chicago Tribune, uh, the victim count may be 55, 75, or higher by the time law enforcement put together a task force to treat the murders as connected. At least four more pot- potentially connected victims have been discovered. In late 2020, investigators had turned up a slew of non-matching DNA samples in the cases, uh, but stress not stress that the fact there was no DNA in overwhelming majority of the murders pointed towards the likelihood that this was a one very careful, very intelligent killer. Why haven't they
0: caught him? Well, when you get a lot of unmatching DNA, it makes it very difficult. That's crazy. That's a lot of murders though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the next one is the killing fields murders. Right? Did I say that right? Killing fields, yeah.
1: So, according to a 1999 issue of Texas Monthly Killing Fields, the name given to a strip of abandoned oil fields near Interstate 45 have long been known as a favorite dump site for killers. In 84, news went national with the discovery of four naked, carefully posed females, female murder victims. At the time, law enforcement had suspected Robert Abel, a NASA engineer who worked on the original Apollo mission. Uh, Abel was around 60 years old when the murders and more disappearances happened. And the same law enforcement officials who considered him a suspect were also forced to admit that they had absolutely no evidence that he had anything to do with the killings. Abel insisted he was innocent, but it is undeniable deniable that some killer was at work along this lonely stretch of highway. The 30 plus young women who have been killed or gone missing over the course of decades are sometimes collectively referred to as the I-45 killings. According to the Washington Post, a few perpetrators have been caught but most cases, including the killing of these four women, are still open. Uh, Two sorry, go ahead. In the 80s? Uh, well, that's when they suspected, no, 1990, 84, news, uh, oh, yeah, 84 is when the four naked women were found. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh,
2: I was going to say, why aren't they cell phone tracking or tower tracking, but cell phones weren't a thing then. Yeah. Or they were, but they were in, like, suitcases.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, God,
1: we've come a long ways. Anyways. Two of these four victims discovered in the mid-80s uh, were only identified in 2019 thanks to advanced advances in genetic analysis. Tim Miller, the father of victim Laura Miller, has since turned the killing fields into a memorial for all missing loved ones uh, in hopes that someday the killer will be
0: caught. Oh, that's kind of cool, though. Yeah. Kind of sucks at the same time. Yeah. So, okay. Let me get this straight.
1: 84 1984 four bodies were discovered naked. In 2019, one two of the four families
0: finally get closure. Imagine that reading is sad. that, line. yeah. Oh, oh my goodness, okay. that is sad. Can you imagine the guilt the family would have? Well, I guess not. Well, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Okay. Uh next we have uh the Jeff Davis Eight. Uh
1: the Jeff Davis Eight Davis Eight is the name given to the eight women who were killed in regular intervals from two thousand five to two thousand nine, according to the Washington Post. They were all between 17 and 30 years old, where they're all associated in some way with the area's drug and sex work trade. Uh, they were all from Jennings, Louisiana. By fall of 2009, a biography says that law enforcement went to public record to state that the murders were undoubtedly the work of one serial killer and that they were offering a reward leading to his capture. But not everyone was convinced, including investigative journalist named Ethan Brown. He would rather write murder in the bayou based on his findings. And the gist of accusations is this. Brown found that all eight victims had some sort of relationship, some sexual, some as informants with local law enforcement, that an insight from their shared pimp Frankie Richard uh led him to believe that the women died in some sort sort of massive cover up. According to Observer, the idea that law enforcement was involved in the deaths of the Jeff Davis Eight was real life story that inspired HBO's true detective. Oh, okay. Whether the killer or killers were from law enforcement or a serial
0: offender working alone, the murder remains at large and the cases cases are unsolved. Ooh, That's a little that's a little deep. Oh this one sounds good. I'm
1: skipping around. I'm gonna share the link. So if y'all want to go and actually read all of them, you can. Uh, we have the next one called The Rainbow Maniac. This has got to be good. We're gonna move right along yes to the rainbow rainbow jazzy fest maniac is oh. the rainbow maniac
2: rainbow maniac. it sounds pretty interesting okay.
1: so the first victim of serial killer dubbed the rainbow maniac was jose enrique he was killed on july 4th oh 2007 then dumped in san paulo's park uh, and he wasn't the last. According to the Guardian, thirteen men in total w- were killed and dumped in the park against uh the backdrop of Brazil Brazil's Gay Pride March. Leading police chief Mou, Paulo Fernando nailed it you okay. done well. Nope. <laughs> like, I was on a roll. I was not gonna fuck it up. Uh, to explain, he doesn't like homosexuals. He hates them. Aw, what a loser. Yeah,
2: see? So I think this is... This sounds more of like a hate crime murder spree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: it wasn't until six months after Enrique's body was discovered that police even announced they knew they were dealing with a serial killer. They linked not only the parks killings, but three more murders in a nearby city. The announcement came alongside the arrest of a retired police officer says NBC news. But in spite of a witness that identified the man as having been the shooter in at least one of the murders, he was ultimately acquitted. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. Uh, no other arrests were made, and violence against members of Brazil's gay community continued to rise. That's just so sad. Uh, sounds
2: very close to home, is what that sounds.
1: Right. Uh, the Guardian reported that in 2018, that crime had continued to rise after a staggering 30% increase in violent crimes from 2016 to 2017. And Reuters reported that threats are made against recent elected transgender councilwomen were considered as
0: heralding and another wave of violence against the community. That's just... Fucked up. That's fucked up. Um, It's because people are shit is why. Yes. Yes, they are. Okay, and
1: this one is a a stalker, so it's a little different. And this is going to be my last one, but there are several on here. So if you don't want to sleep tonight, click on the link that I put on the website and just read about all the uh, most dangerous, active serial killers that we know of. So this one is um, the Route 29 stalker. According to NBC News 12, the Route 29 stalker had a pattern. He'd pull up alongside or behind women who were driving, and if they stopped, he'd try to convince them that there was something wrong with their vehicle. He'd offer to give them a ride, and that's how he killed Alicia Showwater Reynolds. Showwater Reynolds, yeah. Uh, Reynolds was killed on March 12th, 96. And that was also when appearances of the Route 29 stalker stopped. She was missing for more than two months before her body was discovered. And she not only, she's not the only person to meet a grisly fate along Virginia's Route 29.
0: Investigators have found a- Wait, what? What? Route 29. Mm Mm-hmm. Did they call it something else in that? Okay, continue. Um. Oh, yeah, okay. Stay away from Route 29 if you're in Virginia. Uh-huh. Um,
1: okay, investigators have found a string of cases where women disappear from the same stretch of road, including Morgan Harrington in 2009, Samantha Clark in 2010, and, oh, I'm going to butcher her name, Dashed Smith in 2012. Uh, when Harrington's remains were discovered and identified, law enforcement also recovered DNA that was a match to a rape case from Northern Virginia. Jesse Matthew Jr. was convicted in 2016 of Harrington's murder and is serving four consecutive life sentences. It remains unclear whether or not the string of other disappearances were the work
0: of a single killer or if several predators were stalking this particular stretch of road in Virginia. That's creepy. Does it say where on 29? (laughs) Because
2: it's 248 miles long.
0: Uh, North. What's the northern part? Yes. Okay. That's the... It says... Oh,
1: no, that was the rape case was Northern Virginia. So just stay off that road or don't Girl, travel I alone. live
2: on the road, but, <laughs> I lit, like, I can see it from my balcony.
1: Maybe this was not a good one to start with. Uh,
0: <laughs> so... You only do one more. <laughs> like, no. I'm nope. I'm fearing for you so hard right <laughs> now. <laughs> uh,
1: I mean, that guy's in jail, so maybe it was just him and everything's good to go now. That's how I'm going to sleep tonight. I don't, yeah, hopefully,
2: like, fingers crossed. But there are some pretty crazy fucking people here, so.
1: Okay, well, if anybody tries to tell you something's wrong with your car, don't pull over. Just keep going. Because that's
0: how. He got them. Well, there was, better like, not
2: be anything wrong with my fucking car. It's brand new.
0: See? Yeah, that's a... Uh... You got me all creeped out. I can't even imagine.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Okay, you want me to do one more? <laughs> um, so that's the, you know, top... So, well, those are just a few of the most dangerous active serial killers. Now that I have thoroughly scared the shit out of Sarah and myself. And yeah. uh like
2: what the fuck <laughs> one and two all day today. I was like, oh, I could just go hiking by myself because my husband never wants to go. Right. And I was like, nope. oh, I could go to this. Trip. Not
1: anymore. No, no, well, no. Just stay but, safe. And yeah, you know, I mean, I'm friend. sure that. YouTube has got several videos of trails that you can just walk in place and no. get you a couple like little maybe a step stool or a little ladder and if you feel like you need to start an incline just walk up the ladder walk up the step stool walk back down you know I mean you can make do or just you know go to the gym on base where there's security <laughs> <and>
2: <laughs> or, or go nice. with friends you know <laughs> just don't go by yourself like fucking what it's a 248-mile stretch of road, and
0: he could be anywhere. Anywhere. I mean, that's a lot of miles. Thanks, Sab. That was a great ending to your
2: fucking story.
0: Yes. Anything I could do to help. Glad,
2: I'm glad you found that topic.
0: Uh, well, you know, I didn't... Read it, it, so I didn't really
1: so... know... <laughs> Oh, you can't see me, so that's even more creepy. Yeah, you're slowly disappearing into the abyss. Well, hold, please. I will turn the light on, and then maybe you won't be quite so
2: scared. As long as I don't see yellow glowing dots in the background, we'll be fine. <laughs> Click. Oh, it's so bright. Blinded oh by the it's, so it's so bright. Okay. Look at her fan go. Yeah. Almost seizure-worthy. And that's just the shadow, guys? Okay. Okay. Well, um, this has been a very entertaining podcast so far. Uh Serena's sequence. Totally to an hour and a half. Yeah. It, most of it silence because of dog barking. Fuck my life. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> you got this. So in my glorious podcast topic for the day, we are going to California. Just one location in the world, not All of them ending in Virginia. Um, (laughs) 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 So, uh, the good old San Diego and San Francisco are the highlights of this story. It is about ghosties. Yay! Yeah, but of course I gotta give the history because that's very important. Yes. When it comes to ghosties. And let me just tell you. I've already ranted to Sabrina a little bit about this, but... When Discovery Plus Online says season whatever, episode whatever, that doesn't mean it's going to reflect the same in their fucking app on your phone. Yeah. And good yeah. luck finding it on a watchable platform on Discovery's website. No, they're just going to give you snippets. Oh. Unless you like log in, log in. Well, couldn't you use the login? I you know, I could have, but... I couldn't remember the login details at work. Oh, okay. And since Facebook deleted our whole conversation.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, no phone at work. I mean, I could have sent it to you on another platform.
2: (laughs) Yes, but I didn't think about it because at that point I was already just like, yes, trying to figure out the most difficult way to message you when I had Instagram the whole time.
1: (laughs) Or Discord or, No, I can't use
2: Discord at work either.
1: Oh, well, shit.
2: Somehow Instagram isn't blocked and Facebook isn't blocked, but. Okay. Whatever. Okay, so. Makes perfect sense. We're going to go to the Whaley House. Ooh. In San Diego. It's dubbed to be the most haunted place in America, but I swear to God, everybody says that, so it's really hard to tell.
1: The only way we're going to tell is by going to visit all these places and then figure out for ourselves what is the most haunted place.
2: I don't know if I want that. Um, may- Maybe. I'll think about it. Okay. but I don't I don't know if it would I would call it the most haunted place because, like, reading through these stories, there is a lot of activity, like residual and EVPs, and Bagel Bites and his crew actually got quite a few EVPs. Oh, cool! And okay. like sensations, you know, mm-hmm. very dramatized, of course. But oh, of course, mm-hmm. yes, of course. But I don't I don't know if I would call it the most haunted place. But we'll continue going forward. Okay. Alright, so Thomas Whaley, he arrived in California in 1849 because he too wanted to be part of this gold rush. Of course. All the, all the rave, all the crave, gold rush. Yes. Um, he did set up a store with George Wardell in San Francisco. So he actually started out in San Francisco. Um, from there, he sold hardware um, and he brought woodwork items from New York that his family made because his... Father was like a carpenter and a, a woodworker.
1: Cool. Okay. So
2: he would he brought a bunch of that with him and he set that up for sale in this shop that he set up with his friend George. Um, along with those things, he also offered mining equipment and utensils on consignment so people could come check it out if they wanted to go pan around for some gold and then they'd bring it back, you know, a couple of days later. So smart. Set himself up pretty good little ordeal, little store, but some arson asshole who obsessed with fire set fire to his building and the surrounding buildings in 1851. So, he only had a few good years of not even a few, two. Two years of selling his goods and it all burned to the ground.
0: All burned to the ground.
1: Okay.
2: So, his friend, Louis Franklin, who was also a merchant that operated stores in San San Francisco and Old Town, San Diego, told him, you should just come down to San Diego, reset up your store. It'll be great. Business is booming. Yeah. So Whaley's like, okay, cool. So he moved down to San Diego uh, and then went into a partnership with Lewis, Morris, Hinton, and his brother, Henry. I don't know if his brother, Henry, is Thomas's brother or if that's Franklin's brother. It didn't really say. It just said, and his brother, Henry. Okay. Whatever. Um, so, of course, business took off again. And when he had enough money saved, he went back to New York to marry his sweetheart. And oh. really, they had a fling for the very longest time. And he married Anna Eloise Lulum. Yep. She was Nailed Yep.
0: God, I love it. All right. We are so good.
2: Delaney. I think De Lune something.
0: Anyways, Janet. Anna. Yep, married, married her in 1853. And two
2: years later, Thomas and his wife returned to San Diego, and Thomas purchased a plot of land to start building his dream home. Yay. In 1856, the construction actually began on his home and Thomas actually did a lot of the work in building himself because of his knowledge of woodworking and whatnot.
0: Neat. Um, okay. It
2: was made of brick and he did own like a bricklaying yard, even though he didn't like physically work in it. He did own one. So okay. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. As the house was being constructed, he did proclaim or as it stated in a lot of the articles that it will be the handsomest, most comfortable and convenient place in town.
0: Nailed it. So the house is two stories high. And other than just being the
2: home of Thomas and his family, it was also San Diego's first commercial theater. The theater then got turned into a courthouse. And inside somewhere is a storefront that was bilingual. Wow. Spoke Spanish and, you know, English. Okay. So that's pretty cool. Um so it doesn't look like it looks big but it doesn't look big enough to host a courthouse and a theater and a store and his family yeah. but it it did somehow magically. Um so of course this became the center of the town like you could almost do everything at this freaking town. Um and it also became the focal point of the city in the battle between Old Town and New Town residents in the early 1870s, so I guess at some point they wanted to divide, and the that that building became the argument between the two.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Because Old Town wanted to keep everything center at the Whaley House, whereas the New Town residents wanted to set up something more closer to them. Yeah. Okay. In the end, in the end. Um, Newtown residents ended up winning and they moved
0: the courthouse. But that wasn't for a little bit. Anyway. Um the two-story house,
2: like I said, was made from bricks of his uh, like his own brickyard. Um he furnished it with mahogany and rosewood furniture, Brussels carpets, and it cost about $10,000 upon completion. So back yeah. then that was Great. probably a lot of fucking money. Yeah. But yeah. the man had everything. Like he had storefronts. He had, you know, courthouse. He had brickling. He had probably family business back in New York. Yeah. Um, there was an article that said that he actually started setting up shops in San Francisco as well as he started some in Alaska. Oh, wow. So the man was everywhere.
1: Everywhere. Okay. Anyway. Had so. had his hand in a lot
0: of pies.
2: Yeah. They, they weren't hurting for money, clearly. Um, once the house was complete. It was overwhelmingly praised as the first of its kind and the finest home in Southern California. Now, when you look at this house, go back to the square where we grew up. And that's exactly <laughs> what it looks like. Oh, really? Yes, but with like shutters and stuff. But it legit like... Like our courthouse? Flashbacks. No, just like one of the street square buildings. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. With, with proper windows and a front door, you know? Yeah. That's okay. how it looks. very nice alright so in 1885 Thomas and Anna had had three children by this point Uh, Francis Thomas and Anna Amelia they were very creative with the names as you can can see they were all named after themselves or business partners Yeah. Um, unfortunately Thomas their youngest died at 18 months of scarlet fever
0: oh that sucks yeah
2: Uh, Shortly after that, a fire took out the storefront, and so the family was like, F this. Clearly, this is not a good place to be. Let's just go move to San Francisco. Uh, When they did move to San Francisco, it was about 10 years between
0: the time they left the house and then the time they moved back. I think I wrote the date down wrong. I think it's supposed to be
2: 1858. I dyslexia did. 1858. Okay, anyway, so okay. 10 months, like, they were oh, in San Francisco, away from San Diego for about 10 years. During that time, they had three more children, George, Violet, and Corrine.
0: Again, all three of them were named after business partners. Or their wives. Okay. Very creative. Very. Um,
2: an earthquake then struck San Francisco, and they were like, well, clearly we are cursed. Let us just go back to where we're comfortable and set up our store back in San
1: Diego. Because 10 years in one place will not make you comfortable at all. Okay. Mm
2: -hmm. Gotcha. Uh So uh, they moved back. They, of course, you know, fixed up the house, but they, like when they got back, they were right back at home. The people remembered them, you know, their business took off. They refurbished the, the storefront from the fire. Um, And then that's about the time that they created the theater, then slash the courthouse. Okay. Um, Evidently, there's stories, though, that often Thomas would leave to check on his other storefront properties. And at one point during the, like, turf between the Old Town and New Town, um, three gunmen held Anna and her children at gunpoint to steal the courthouse records. Oh, shit. So she was dealing with that trauma. They didn't kill anybody, but they did take all of the documentation from the courthouse.
0: Wow, okay.
2: where it went, they don't
0: know, but anyway um sounds like a heist yes so between
2: that time and then two up until thomas's death uh they li- they did live in that house for a little while, but they moved to another house and in- like outside of the city, and that's where Thomas passed away and then, after that, Anna and the children moved back at this point, their children have to be grown, you know like what the
0: yeah f- what the at fuck? some point
2: yes, um and <laughs> also, like once the courthouse was like established, established, and they recuperated from the gunmen um anna the the daughter, and Violet, they had a double wedding. Okay. Yeah. But a lot of townsfolk said that Violet's marriage was doomed from the start. Like their relationship wasn't good. Like it was gonna end in tears. And it actually ended in suicide. Um (laughs) two weeks two weeks after, you know, they both said I do, uh George, who was Violet's husband, divorced her and just left without saying anything. Just left her divorce papers, said bye, I'm fucking out and gone. Like no trace of him. Damn. And, like, so she moped around, like, super depressed, Whitney, and decided, like, she just couldn't live on the planet anymore,
0: took her dad's gun, and shot herself. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. So. That is that. The curse comes from a
2: horse thief and bandit named Yankee Jim Robinson.
1: Because that sounds like a guy to put a curse on somebody. <laughs> the best part is the guy was supposedly from Australia.
2: Now, how, like, how the fuck do you get a nickname Yankee Jim Robinson
0: when Australians are the ones that call us Yanks? Maybe he, you know, I just... I feel like he was in a
1: tavern and started calling someone a damn yank and then they were they just, like oh Yankee and, and that's how that <laughs> it ended up. Probably after. did.
2: <laughs> it probably did. You're not you're not far off. Um yes, so before this glorious house was built, um, this is where the gallows and the area where they hung people
0: lived. You know? And it's yeah. rumored that Thomas Whaley watched this man get hung.
2: Okay. Okay, and he wasn't deterred at all that the the, like many people were hung at this location. Um, he still bought the the plot of land and said, "Fuck it, I'm building my dream house." And yep, cursed land. Okay, so for old Yankee Jim Robinson, he was run out of his old town of Forest Hill after trying to hold a gold or like hide a gold mine discovery. And then a triple arson started at three different points of the city and merged in the middle. And, of course, all the residents instantly blamed. Oh, Yankee Jim. Because he was known for doing ridiculous shit like that. So they just ran him out of the town instead of fucking like just arresting him and putting him in the gallows there. And no, they ran him out of town. So he shows up in San Diego and tries
0: to steal a fucking ship. I mean, go big or go home. <laughs> like, I like this Yankee. Him and two Yankee other dudes. Guy.
2: And then when he was caught, he was like, oh, I was going to bring it back. I just wanted to borrow it. Yeah. But at that point, like, you, bro, you stole a fucking ship. Okay. So sorry about your luck.
1: <laughs> Come on, Yankee Jim.
2: So one of Come the articles on. I read said that he was trying to resist arrest and he got hit in the head by like a rusty shovel or something. Okay, (laughs) and the townsfolk refused to treat his wounds so of course he started to get delirious he had an infection fever all the good jazz right and they're just leaving him in these gallows so clearly yankee jim was having a rough time yeah karma's a bitch yeah so eventually it was decided upon that he should be hung to death for trying to steal a boat grand larceny and all that but he was tall and lanky, and evidently the hanging apparatus wasn't built for this man and When they pulled the trapdoor, he just hung there and fucking slowly choked to death.
0: Oh, my God,
2: yes, like poor just... Yankee Jim, so needless <clears throat> to say, he's not a very happy ghost um.
1: No, but I kind of feel bad for
2: him. I wouldn't be happy either. God, that and Australians, man. They will, they will haunt you beyond haunting.
0: I believe it. So,
2: Thomas, his wife, his kids, and people that visit the place today swear up and down that they can see the shadowy figure of a stocky Yankee Jim. Like, wandering through the house. And evidently he lets people know that he is there by stomping on the second floor.
0: Okay. Could you just imagine? Be like, look here, Yankee Jim. I left your whiskey
1: (laughs) on the table. I don't need this attitude right now.
2: Do you want a horse? I'll bring you a horse. Like, just leave me alone. Um. People that tour the place today actually have, like, you know, typical paranormal pictures of, like, these skewed-looking mists and shadows and shit. Um, a lot of paranormal people have also, like, somehow proven that this is the ghost of Jim, Yankee Jim Robinson. I don't know. But I couldn't find any pictures of, like, smeared ghosts or orbs or anything. But they say that that is him. Okay. Um, Thomas's son, Thomas, is also said to haunt the house, but his is more of just like a joyful baby laughter and like little feet pitter patters in the hallway. Yeah, that's,
1: that is terrifying to me,
2: right? Because usually in <laughs> movies they're demons. Like what? <clears throat> so that's a thing. Nothing too out of the like. He doesn't come up to people or sit in people's laps or any of that shit. It's just giggles when nobody else is around. Terrifying. Nope. Yep. And little baby feet, like
0: uh-uh.
2: all I can think of is like fucking the shining.
0: <laughs> Come play with us.
2: Um, all right. So Violet is also seen to haunt the second floor. Uh, one of the articles that I was reading said that the girl that was touring it and taking pictures was like hit with a wall of sadness and she's just started crying. And okay. she got really cold and it followed her until she left the second floor. Others have said that they see like a younger girl in like a white gown of that period, not a wedding dress per se, but like just a, a dress that they would normally wear back in that time. And they see her just kind of pacing around on the second floor. Like she never leaves the second floor, but that's also where she shot herself. Okay. Maybe she
0: can't leave the second floor.
2: Yeah, probably not. Ooh, it's like in the American Horror Story. Uh, Thomas's wife, Anna, is also said to have a very strong presence in the house. Like, she lets people know she's around. Uh, Usually, it's accompanied with a very strong perfume smell. Okay. Like, it's a very recognizable French perfume that I guess she wore all the time. Um. She's said to also be seen in the parlor, and the reason for that is she would go in there a lot of times and just kind of, like, that's where she kind of released her stress, and, like, she would mourn those that were lost or, you know, whatever she was feeling, she did it in the parlor. So a lot of her residual energy kind of lingers there. Okay. Um, A lot of younger people that visit the place or tour the area, uh, they say that she will appear to them. And try to comfort them as they walk through the house. Oh, cool. Like, how weird is that? Like, I think that would be pretty freaking weird. Like, how young do you have to be? I want to see her. Anyway. (laughs) And then, of course, even though Thomas didn't die in that house, he spent a lot of time and effort and money and
0: Mm -hmm.
2: existence. That was his home. In that house, yeah. So, uh, they do say, like, a lot of people say that they've experienced his presence. So much so that... They can smell and see cigar smoke. And it's usually as if he was standing right in front of them having a conversation.
1: Oh, fun. So like, maybe it's not a, fun, but
2: like sometimes it's like blown into their face, but not like aggressively or anything. Yeah. But it's just enough to like get a whiff. Um, and then sometimes they'll see him like strolling around one of the rooms. Um, a lot of these ghosts aren't malicious, of course, except yeah. for maybe the baby. And Yankee Jim. <laughs> Yankee
1: Jim's not malicious. He's just he was done
2: wrong. That's all. He's just done wrong. Did wrong, wrong his... and done wrong. Um other of course other reportings is mists are pretty frequent in the in the building and outside the building. And then uh the lights will turn on and off by themselves. Like okay. when people aren't in the room. And then um the crystals in the parlor room will swing. Randomly, like people won't be there. The fan, like, no fans are on, nothing, and then it will just start swinging as if somebody ran into it. Oh, joy. Okay. Yep. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, uh huh. And the EVPs that the Bagel Bites crew picked up, like, a lot of them you couldn't understand what was being said. And then there was one where they were. Evidently, old Yankee Jim, he does what he wants, right? So he's all over the house. So they yeah. did multiple, like, hey, Yankee Jim, are you in here? If you are, like, why are you hurting people? Or, you know, why are you being malicious? Um, One of the EVPs said no power.
0: Which, okay.
2: like, I don't, what does that even mean? And then... Um, there was reports of a man, he was in some area of the house and suddenly he just had like a red mark across his neck. Oh. And it was in the same spot that they said Yankee Jim's rope
0: got stuck. <gasps> Where?
2: Yeah. And so, of course, one of the EVPs, cause Zach gets all into it, right? And he starts yelling yeah. and, you know, whatever.
1: Pisses the ghost yes, off. Yeah. Yes,
2: yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, they caught an EVP. It just sounded like angry fucking noise. There was no like you couldn't even deduce what was fucking said, but it was it was clearly a very angry noise. Yeah, and that was it. Like, but imagine like I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to go in there.
0: Oh, I would totally. I would say out of Yankee Jim. If you like, heard baby feet and
1: giggles. What would well, you do? I'm hoping that the baby feet and giggles just don't
0: happen. What
2: if the rocking chairs just started rocking?
0: i probably going to need fresh underwear. And maybe a change of pants. You know what? I'm just going to
1: wear a diaper. That way I don't have to bring a change of pants. <laughs> old old lady
0: depends.
2: But, yeah, like, what? And you can do the
0: tours at nighttime. time, Yeah. That's probably the best time to go. I
2: don't know. I think I'd rather go in the middle of the daytime.
0: Gotta live on the edge sometimes.
2: Girl, I'm old. I'm getting older. I'm old too. Yeah. Yep. We're old. You're old. Well, we'll just get our
1: old lady depends and we'll just rock it. (gasps) That could no. I don't want to do that.
0: I like that the thought started and then
2: you like thought it all the way through
1: <laughs> that's that filter Honestly,
0: yes. I'm still working on that filter like you, I'm getting better you're halfway there better. yeah
2: but that that's my story so the most haunted place in America
0: that's really cool
2: I don't know if I would call it the most haunted though I've read some really haunted shit and I don't know if this ranks up there I don't know if it's because of the amount of activity
1: Probably because I'm sure that that place has, it's just, I I don't think it's the most haunted that we have done. Um, But it's probably one of those, I think they probably could get away with saying most
0: active.
2: They could probably say most haunted in California.
0: Yeah, probably.
2: Not America.
0: Yeah, no, no, not America.
2: Okay. Well, I'm glad we have this agreement. But yes, so the Whaley House in San Diego.
0: So if you're listening, Charlie, you can go scope it out. He lives yeah. here somewhere. Charlie. Yeah, Charlie listens to our podcast. Oh, yeah. Thanks for listening, Charlie. Go scope
1: out the Whaley House. Let us know how it is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> don't take your daughter. I don't. Well,
0: you might be able to. Maybe she can connect. But anyway. Yeah. Awesome. So that that was a lot less. Like,
2: at least I did a story not in your fucking hometown.
1: (laughs) You know, I didn't even realize until I said something. Like, I'm glad I'm now aware of this. Yeah, see, I saved you. I just saved your
2: life. I appreciate you. (laughs) Okay. That's why I keep you around. (laughs) Even uh, from afar, she's looking out for me, guys. I'm telling you. Even though it was a surprise
0: to both of us. You remember those little tire angels? Yeah. I'm sure one of them were in charge of me ending on that story for you. Uh, Thank God. Yep. There you have it. Are you sure he doesn't have horns? No, I'm not sure.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Either way, I may have just saved your life
2: by telling you
0: to go hike on the base.
2: Hike not
1: alone.
0: Not alone. Not alone. Lots of friends. I would bring lots of friends. Well, I would just have, bring
2: one. I'll just bring Steph and her, you know, German Shepherd. There you go. Yeah. You have she, a dog. She'll probably bring her German Shepherd. Yeah. I can't make her bring
1: him. But you could ask very nicely.
2: Uh, very, very nicely. And then I'll just be like, here, listen to episode fucking 49 right It Here.
1: and if she says you know no I'm not going to bring my dog be like okay let's just go get coffee
2: yeah let's just let's go to a very very public place with lots of people
0: Uh huh. Mm -hmm, yes yeah yep
2: Yep. cool well um, this was exciting
0: (laughs) I like it we did good yes we did good uh should we give them a heads up about next weekend no 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 I mean we kind of Dropped hints here and there. Okay. Well,
2: um, we're doing drunken shenanigan podcasts where it's not going to be us drunk. Um, Our guests. Well, that, now can...
1: time out. Let's Wait, talk you're going to drink? Well, yeah, I'm going to
2: drink. No, I'm not drinking. You need to. I'm not drinking. And I think you should try to talk your
0: husband into it.
2: Nope. Why not? It'll be fun. No.
0: It could be fun.
2: Good. But now I'm not inviting him.
0: Okay, but you still need to drink. That's what's going to make it a lot of fun.
1: I'm not saying you have to get drunk. I'm saying you I need to have the cocktail. Record?
2: What if I forget to hit stop? What if? There's so many what ifs if there's drunken shenanigans online. You
1: know what? I will set a timer
0: to remind you. <sighs> How's a timer going to help? To remind me to remind you. Anyways,
2: drunken shenanigans, stay tuned. <laughs> I have no idea what it's gonna entail, but
1: uh, y'all it's gonna be quite the episode next episode. So uh if,
2: if it's anything like the Christmas would you would you rather
0: uh it's gonna be better mm-hmm. than the Christmas would you rather.
1: I don't know what we're gonna talk about. I have no idea. New
2: slash me neither. Cool. Moving on.
1: <laughs> but it's gonna
0: be fun. It's gonna be a surprise for all. For all for all. Yeah. So, winning. T- tune in next week. Yep. Yeah. Okay. You can find us. Oh, you want me to do it? Damn. I was
1: hoping you'd just finish that
0: sentence <laughs> for me since I just saved your life, but that's <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> nope. Still you, girl. Uh, you can find us on all the dot coms, Facebook, Instagram, Discord. We have a website. We have an email address, um, Coffee cash Chatter. Hit us up with some topic ideas. If you want to hear us talk about something, you want us to do a dual discussion, you want us to research something, let us know.
2: You want to um, be a
1: oh, that's guest attractive. speaker? Guest speakers. Yeah, yes. if
2: you want to do that. We're
1: down if you want to be on the podcast yeah just don't be creepy when you message us. yeah don't, yeah don't be <laughs> creepy
0: uh
1: but if you do want to be a guest speaker just let us know hit us up uh patreon yeah yeah show us some love on patreon mm-hmm. that's a monthly subscription you get er- early access to our episodes um little snippets, get a lot of full cool full cool stuff. Yep. yep. All that stuff. <laughs> yep.
2: <laughs> um, Extras that nobody you, else gets.
1: There you go. Yes. Um if you don't want to do a monthly subscription, you can donate to Cash App or PayPal. Any and all contribution helps. Um
2: check out our merch redbubble.com. <laughs>
1: Redbubble our merch. We got coffee mugs and masks and pillows and shirts and magnets and stickers and clocks and pretty much anything and everything you can think of. Want? Go go scope it out.
2: Yeah.
1: I like the little drawstring
0: bag. I have to get that. Anyways. Um did I get did I get everything? I think so. Nailed it. Yep. We did good. Un- until next time, folks. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.